I know it's, I know it begins with K. That you was morons. my intro, buddy. What? <laughs> no, I was. I'm starting. I'm gonna start now. Welcome to the Hooniverse Podcast. This is our first anniversary episode because it's episode number 10. 10 means anniversary. Woo! That's right. If you've listened to every podcast so far, you've heard us prattle on for nearly 9 to 10 hours, which is kind of a bit insane, but we have no signs of stopping yet. Joining me on my couch, not my couch, it's Chris's couch, but I'm calling it my couch right now. It's my podcast partner, Blake Zercules Wrong. That's actually Zeppelin. Blake Zeppelin Wrong. Get it right. Oh, that's a pretty good one, but you yeah. st- I was going to use that next week, but now oh. we're not, so oh, okay. we can never use that again, Blake Zercules Wrong. How you doing, wrong. buddy? I'm doing great. I'm I didn't see great. you next week, so it's good to see you. Oh, that's true. Your luxurious black hair is just, I can't take it's, my eyes off of it. It's amazing. It's yeah, very it I want to run my hands through it. But we'll hold off on that till the end. Uh, we've got a few topics on hand tonight. Uh, let's dive in, and we're going to kick things off the way we always do by talking about new car stuff. Uh, new so cars. New cars. Yeah. We love old cars, but we also like new cars. I cannot tell a lie. That is true. I can, but science. I'm not going it's to. It's actually science. Science. Um, so first on my radar is the fact that Porsche finally released uh, 9-11 turbo information. This means that dentists across the land are rejoicing. I can't wait to be cut off into, on a 405 by a turbo. And then have it Everyone. slow down. Yeah, right. be great. Without turn signals. Uh, basic stats real quick. It's a 3.8 liter Boxer 6 twin turbo. The standard car makes 520 horse. Then there's a Turbo S that makes 560 horse. few other real quick numbers. It's a seven-speed PDK only. Yeah. Only. What now? That's not a yeah. No, I know. I was being sarcastic. Okay, good. I missed it. <laughs> Zero to 60 on the base turbo is 3.2, which I, for some reason mentally sounds slower than the last car. But the Turbo S does it in 2.9. Uh, it also has more tech. It has uh, the PTM all-wheel drive system. It has rear-wheel steering. It has a bunch of other crap that you can throw on it. The base car costs one forty-three. The Turbo S costs one eighty-one. What I'm seeing? Wait, wait, hold on. How much does the regular Turbo cost? One forty-three. And how, and the reg, the Turbo S costs forty grand more. Right. To shave off point for f- three seconds. Well, for forty more horse. Yeah, but to shave the math off checks time, out. Time is money. Time <laughs> the is math money. Checks out. Um, so essentially, what Porsche is doing is building an extremely expensive, and I'm going to take tons of shit for this, and I don't care. Porsche is building an extremely expensive GTR. You son Boom. of a bitch. You Boom. son of a bitch. Take that into your brain holes, folks. Yeah, I think eight fanboys' heads just exploded across the country. And then the GTR's fans just stood up and clapped. I'm a GTR fanboy, yeah. though, and I fully You should put this it. on YouTube and just read all the comments. It'll be wonderful. I actually posted my GTR review on to Kinja, and Jalopnik picked it up on their front page, and Ooh. the comments were fairly negative. <laughs> Someone called at, it the worst at, video on the planet. Was it? Were they aimed at you or the car? No, me. Oh. Me. Yeah, they said I was awful. They said, well, it, was, Jeff, they said it was terrible. You are a strain of racial slurs and expletives. Not so. in professional videos, only in my home private movies. <laughs> Gross. Uh, the, ones that, the ones that I, you're not in, but the doll of you is in. The real doll. Oh, I own oh. a Blake Z. Wrong real doll. Blake Zeppelin Ron doll? <laughs> yes. Great. That's I really call life-like. it Zeppelin. And it has a bandana. Because it's inflatable. It's I, made of I helium. I dress it up in cute little men's size small shirts. and Men's size small shirts, which is actually the size of this shirt Large right women's this, sneakers. This lovely blip shift shirt I'm wearing right now is a small. Because it, it says really shows moon. off my sweet pecs, ladies. <laughs> I can't, can't stop staring. You can't watch this right now. And I can't stop staring. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yes. The Porsche 911 has become the GTR for nearly the price of two GTRs if you look at the Turbo S. You know, I was um I was kind of okay with the GT3 being PDK, but you know, now that this is the first turbo ever since, you know, it was created in the 70s with an automatic only transmission, that's that's kind of weird. 
That is kind of weird. And I remember Porsche a few years ago said that if their customers wanted a manual, they'll keep building manuals. Right, and, and I think they're going to hear a few turbo owners once they're done doing you know fillings and all that stuff that dentists do, saying, "I want a manual." Damn it! Right, and they said they never invade Czechoslovakia either. Go on. Wow. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to move on from that one. Uh, this is not exciting news, but the Forerunner has been refreshed. Yeah, it looks like a pumpkin. I was going to say it looks like an, a predator from the Predator movie squeezing out. Predator from a, the Predator movie? Really? Sure. I was thinking it was from uh, Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> I don't think the Predator was in no, Freddy vs. No, Jason. No, he was. He was in the background. He's in the background. Okay. Yeah. They snuck him in. Uh, basically looks like the Predator alien squeezing out a dump. So you're saying it looks like a Lexus because those look like Predators. No, I think the new, I think the new Lexus <laughs> face looks good. Uh, Not the thing, on the IS. Not on the IS. Oh, I disagree. I think the new IS looks fantastic. It's it's weird. It drives really well. Well, I haven't driven with a new one yet. It's weird. It drives really well? Yes. I think, it's weird looking, but it drives pretty well. I, pretty I, gotta, I think the new look is wonderful. I like it all the way across the family, except the only one of the only models I don't like is is the fact that there is an RX F Sport because that is just stupid. That's dumb. And it's it. I've driven it, and you know what? It's Lexus I is equivalent of happy. Mercedes building the R sixty three AMG. Don't you dare say that. The R sixty three AMG is one of my favorite cars ever made. You would say it that. is a minivan with five hundred horse. Say you that again. Say that. A minivan, a Mercedes minivan. You know I love Mercedes. It's a Mercedes minivan with over 500 horsepower. But, but Jeff, what about the E63 AMG wagon that's so near and dear to your heart? I, in brown. I'd rather be more brown. cliche. I'd rather skip that automotive cliche. Yes, I would love that car to death. There you go. I would hug it every night. But the R63 AMG is sleeper, whereas an E63 wagon is, is a little bit sleeper. sleeper. It's a little sleeper, but an R63 with no badges, ultra sleeper. All right, thanks, Woody Allen. Now, moving on. <laughs> uh, okay, speaking of Mercedes, this is also going to not go over well with our audience. Uh, the Sprinter, new for 2014, and it now comes with a four-cylinder engine. I went to Sprinter Driving Academy. So did I. Before, ah, so yeah, did I. Before I went to – no, actually, after I went to Cadillac CTSV Racing School. So that clearly means I drove that Sprinter better than you did, Jeff. You probably drove the shit out of it. Yeah, I drove the Literally. Econoline. And it was depressing, but I wanted to go commit crimes. What in the it. hell's the? Oh, you drove the available Econo line. Yeah, the like there's no e-series. Sprinter Econo line. No, no, you're wait, talking about the no, sh- the Ford no. They compared the it to a Ford Econo line, which is right. like, you know, which is like comparing a Bugatti Veyron to a Datsun Bluebird. That's being kind, I yes. think, because I agree with because you. That, that was like driving. It's like you stole some plumber's 1968. Uh, right, rolling crap it's, on wheels, and then you got say, into on a Mercedes. Archer, it's a ruling probable cause. <laughs> Excellent, danger zone. Um, uh, more new car news. Aston Martin is apparently doing away with the current generation V12 Vantage. It's going bye bye. Yeah, I don't know. That's one of my favorite cars on the planet. Can I still drive one? You drove one. I haven't driven one. I loved the shit out of it. Our friend I Travis. Our friend Travis drove one. He loved the fuck out of it. Oh, Jeff. there you go. Actually, Zach and I shot it, and uh, we got a lot of great footage, and the car is amazing. And Zach got to drive it too, and Zach loved it as well. Right, yeah, it's Zach? It's V12 with a manual. It's the only V12 in production Zach, with a manual. V12 Vantage? Oh, I love it so much. Uh, see, okay. He um, did a comedy accent there for that one. He, he loved did. it that much, he did an accent. Uh, but I reached out before I wrote an article on this, and I asked the uh, PR. Director, communication director, Aston Martin. I said, "Hey, what's going on here?" And he gave me a very 
good PR response. He we said, can't comment on future product. No, no, no. He said the current generation as we know it is going away. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So there's a new one, not not far on the horizon. So hopefully the- they borrow what they've done with the Vanquish. In terms of carbon fiber body panels, the better yeah. interior, right. and then they just apply that to the insanity that is the V12 Vantage. Right. And then we'll have a great car. Yes. There you go. That is true. And they'll call it the Laganda, and it'll come with all these weird electrics. Now, you were saying you drove something. Oh, you drove an R8. Yeah, I drove an Audi R8. Ex- it was, explain it to the microphone what it your was, experience it was, was wonderful. Like. It was wonderful. It was an Audi R8 Plus V10 with the S-Tronic um, automatic, and the automatic was pretty great. It was... um. It's it's almost like PDK, but not as good as PDK. But it's um it's fast. It downshifts when you want it to. When you know you stomp in the throttle, it'll double downshift too. At it, ooh, double downshift, double downshift. You know, double clutch and not granny shifting like you should. Ooh, so um, endangered yeah. intake. Yeah, that's true. Or manifold, or whatever the hell they say. Get it right. Damn Sorry. It. So it's great. It handles nicely. It's um, you know, there's no road noise, but all you hear is the engine, and it's awesome. It's fantastic. It's pretty good. And then I was driving it with Mark Vaughn, my coworker at Auto Week, and he was like, yeah, it's pretty good until you drive the Ferrari 458 or the McLaren. And I'm like, all right, well, let me get around to that. Let me get around to that. Tell him to flip you the keys and stop uh, holding out on you. This is for educational – this is for baseline purposes, really. Right. Yeah. I got to drive. I mean, you're clearly qualified, so yes. they should just you know, give it to CTSV you. Racing School. I wasn't going to say it. I was No, Sprinter Driving Academy. Hello. There's that too. Yes. But I've done that, so anybody can do it. That's true. Yeah, sorry, Jeff. You know, only only mere mortals. N- not every mere mortal can do a CDSV driving school. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what we've got going on in the garage right now. I just gave. What did I just give back? Oh, I just had. This is this is a delight. I just had the Volkswagen Beetle convertible diesel. I'm pretty sure you had that like numerous times. No, no, no. Jeff, that was the really turbo. Love that car, don't you? That was no, no, no. That was the turbo. This is the turbo diesel. It may it, it's it's a very very slow vehicle. Is it? It's wildly slow, but once it gets going, then the turbo kicks in, and it, it's it's actually it's fun to drive because it's a new Beetle and I the know. new Beetle. Was yours a manual? No. DSG is nice thing. Right? Well, the DSG actually pairs rather perfectly with diesel because of the um, the lower rev ranges and DSG is just a good often, fit. Yeah. Yeah. Not. Granny shifting, not, not double clutching like you should. You got to shift twenty eight times in the first five minutes of fast, too fast, too furious. That's how you extract the most power, but exactly. that's also how you ruin your manifold. That's true. Um, and then you're going to need overnight parts for Japan, yeah. and it turns into a big mess. Yeah, spoon engine is going to go for uh, premium. Spoon engine. <laughs> two weeks uh, before race course. <laughs> not two weeks before race course. Toronto. All right. Uh, this podcast is just falling apart. I'm sorry. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Uh, okay. okay, I'll rain it back in. So, what I, are you driving I this ditched- week? The Beetle Convertible, not ditched. I gave it back and I got the Mazda 6. I've driven the Mazda 6 at the launch event and I loved it then and I know you don't like it because you're – I didn't say I don't like it. No, you said it because you're wrong. No pun intended. Literally no pun intended. You're Um, wrong. It's a fantastic sedan. It's pretty good. It's not the segment destroyer that everyone has hyped it to be. And this is coming from a Mazda fanboy. That's true. Yes. That's true. It it does need a few upgrades to be the best. It needs a better uh, center stack right. with uh, upgraded nav. And stuff. Needs a, the base model should come with. It Bluetooth. needs a better clutch. I don't know about that. I the like clutch the clutch in the Mazda Two is great. The clutch in the Mazda Six is kind of. Iffy. I like the clutch. The gearbox is fantastic. Gearbox is pretty good. Gearbox yeah. is fantastic. Say it. 
Say it. The gearbox is fantastic. Thank you. Steering is solid. You like know where steering. you're putting the like wheels. The, yeah. uh, the seats are very comfortable. It's a comfortable car. Yeah. It just I, so the diesels. Yeah. Of course, it's going to be right. Diesel's going to be awesome. I don't like the color. Honestly, that's the color that's on your car right now. Nitpick. It's like it's like this metallic. So buy that one. It's like this gray, but it kind of looks greenish in some angles. And so I don't like it. One. So God damn it, Mazda! Look what you've done! Look what you've done! You made me hate a color. Wow, that's that actually is... a lie. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I know. I don't. Care. Oh, so you're racist? You hate colors? I hate gray. You people. hate colors? I hate gray people. Oof. I hate aliens. Breaking news, folks! Blake hates. Colors. I hate the grays. Okay. The craze. Um, moving on from <laughs> the Mazda go back 6 to, where it came from. to more interesting cars. You just had a Lexus ISF. Yes. It's fantastic. You can swing the tail out everywhere. There's no weight in the, the rear end. <laughs> There's no weight on the rear end. So you're just like going around a corner, like, you know, a stoplight or something like that. You're making a left and all of a sudden, whoop. And then whoop, traction control kicks in. And you're like, well, okay, I don't want to die because this car has 400 Well, you're not going to die. But- I'm not going to die because I went to CGSV racing school. But mere mortals might. Uh, well, I mean, tell tell me more about the car. What what was what what really moved you about it? Eight speed transmission works really well. Yeah, it's it's uh, comfortable. I drove it all the way to um, Monterey. Um, steering's really on point, really well weighted, and everything. And uh, the seats are fantastic. Intake they do, noise. Intake they do. noise. Oh yes, this is um the first generation of this is basically like one of the earliest cars I ever had, like the sound plumbing that goes right into the cabin. So. It's actually incredibly quiet when you're just going around town. And then you hit up about 4,000 RPM, and it's like, and it's, um, like, the contrast of that is That was a really, really good impression. Yeah. Your new new nickname was dropping the Z, and your Blake ISF wrong. Blake, Blake is wrong. Okay, we can do that. Blake is wrong. Yeah, actually, it almost kind of sounds artificial, but... It still sounds amazing, which yeah. is really, and it's not you know like uh, through the speakers like apparently it would be no 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 it's it's the real it's deal. actually it sounds like amazing a or something like that. It's, it's not, I I got a lot of crap when I did a video on that car because I I talked the car up. I basically said I really really love this car, and then I casually mentioned that I think the exhaust pipes are goofy. And Lexus oh, fanboys came out of everywhere and said I'm an asshole. I'm an idiot. I'm like. Did you read the? Did you listen Have to the you rest of the video? Have you taken a close look at the exhaust pipes? It's like it's like a piece of mesh, and then two. It's like this metallic it's figure stupid. eight that comes out of it. That's like taped to the mesh, it's and then stupid. you can see the exhaust behind it. If I owned that car, I would change it out for just dual exhaust. Yeah, I would like just normal put a huge like you know you could put a fist through the exhaust size pipes. You'd through the back. fist it. I would fist my ISF. Awesome. I would probably do the same thing. Yeah, we can fist it together. It's dual exhaust. <laughs> um, <laughs> On that note, we're going to take our first break of the evening. But before we do, I want to talk about the beer we're drinking because we haven't done that in a little bit. Uh, since I bought the beer, we have good beer tonight. Uh, I bought uh, in cans because yeah. cans are kicking ass right now. Cans are making a comeback. Uh, courtesy of Avery Brewing Company. We're drinking their India Pale Ale, IPA, uh, and it is delicious stuff. What it's say great. you about the beer? It's great. It's it's a bit smoky too, which is nice. It's not overwhelming. It's not like – a stone like double bastard or something that's like overwhelmingly hoppy. It's got it's pretty. But there's well a nice. But there is a good I like hoppy a finish to keep hop heads happy. Yeah, and it's not like super. Which is what it says on the can. Hop hop freaks unite. And Jeff is a hop freak. I am. Which a hop actually freak. sounds like a fifties fifties drug term. No, I thought it was like a fifties dance term. I love I love going hop to the hop. Go to the hop. Sock hop. Yeah. Do the hop. Do, 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 All right. On that do. note, we're taking a break, and we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> And we're back. Uh, oh, all right, boy. back in the Hooniverse podcast, yeah. and it's time to switch gears and talk about 
old cars because that's where our true love lies. And I just hit my elbow on the wall. You got to break Chris's apartment. Yeah. Um, before we dive into your cool story, I want to talk about an old car that's on my We're gonna mind. We're going to talk about your lame before story? Before I forget it. No, 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 no. This isn't even my story. It's a car that was making the rounds because the dudes, the dudes, the guys from the dude, the guy from the guy. Now you're fucking me up. The guys from Tune <laughs> hey man, just shot it because Tuned is back for a whole new season, which is great news. But um, the guys from Tune just shot the BBI Porsche, not a new Porsche, the old Porsche, the red Porsche. It's a 964. It's red and it has uh, white wheels, right? Yes, it has white HRE classic look wheels, and they, people were shitting on those wheels. Those wheels look. Fucking no, awesome HRE's classic car. wheels, like the five-spoke old-school Ferrari 512 wheels yeah. to have, look fucking amazing. H- All HRE wheels are great. Their classic look line is yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah. But this car is sick. Basically, the guys set it up as if they made – I believe it's if they made a GT3 RS in 1985 is the concept behind it. Right. Um, or, wait, this is a 964. That would have been a 90s. 85. It's a 1985 Porsche. Oh, it's not a 964 then. Okay. No. Um, it's That's a, cool. it's a, yeah, it's, it's a 1985 Porsche with the big spoiler, the sick wheels, That's a uh, KW I coilovers, I think, nice. uh, I think it only makes like, it makes under 300 horse, but the car weighs as much as you do. So he stripped it, caged it, and it weighs 165 pounds. I don't of a know if ass. it's caged. Okay. I don't think it's caged. Right. Um, does it have bolt on flares? Uh, I didn't have time to watch I'm the getting video. some updates here in one second about the car from Zachariah. Okay. Zach, just walk over here. Zachariah. Just walk over here and tell us. It's a 1985 Porsche 911, and it has yeah. 275 horsepower yeah. at uh-huh. Seville's. Yeah. It only weighs 2,300 pounds. Good. Good. No cage, uh, no interior padding of any kind except oh, over yeah. the rear hump. I don't uh-huh. know why. It must mean to keep the differential quiet. Ah. And uh, it's Luba. very light. It's very, very loud. It gives me a headache. And Scheiße. it's very fast. The fenders are slightly rolled, I think slightly expanded. For the wheels to make them fit, it has KW coilovers, ah, uh, yeah, all complete yeah, stainless steel bushings. Yeah. It's hard as a rock. Yeah, Ooh, and, Rammstein uh, that is everything. Yeah. Like me, uh. indeed. Oh, <laughs> yes, Carl Hunkers. Thank okay, you. Come on, thank you, Carl uh. <laughs> uh, So yeah, the the car is sick. Uh, Zach said earlier because I talked to him about the car bef- while they were filming it. Right. He said it's too loud, but. That for like audio pressed. considerations on video, not like it's too no, loud no, no, to no. wake the neighbors. No, no, it's too loud. Like it's oh. too loud to drive it comfortably. Like you need earplugs. Was it straight piped, which is really not much of a straight pipe, really. It, it's uh, it's just <clears throat> wicked, 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 wicked loud. Wicked fucking loud, huh, guy? Yeah, huh? wicked loud. Piss Damn. Um, either way, it, it just it looks sick. The guy did it very, very white, right mm-hmm. from BBI. White, white wheels. <laughs> white. Why I said that. Very uh, white. <laughs> no, the guy did it very correctly from BBI, and I kind of want to steal the car because their shop's only five right, minutes from my house. BBI is pretty great. BBI makes amazing cars. You know, yeah. they have one of the few. Uh, they're off. Their garage is right down the street from a gas station in Huntington Beach that you can get a hundred octane right at the pump. Really? Yes, really. That's very convenient. Right up the street from me. I think I passed that gas station. I went to a BBI party like two weeks. I, I texted you about that BBI yes, party. Yes, and I couldn't go this because I'm married inside baseball. and I need way more lead time to do things. Oh. <laughs> um, so moving on from the Porsche, you just to did something car awesome. with 30 horsepower. In, but a great – just okay. go okay. nuts. This so, is your deal. I went on the California Mille and the California Mille is um, a copy of the Mille Mille Miglia. Come on. You can say it. Mille Miglia. Mille Miglia. Mille Miglia. Okay. Mille Miglia. Okay. Emilia Clark. The Miley Cyrus. Okay. Mille Miglia. 
which it's a copy of that, but in California. And it was founded by Martin Swig, who is the consummate car guy, and he he passed last year from a stroke. And if you know Ultra cars, car guy. yeah, if you know like old cars and like cool cars and like you know the sort of thing that Hooniverse and Auto Week both love, you would have heard of Martin Swig. He has now become a patron saint of Hooniverse. He is, he, yes, he is a patron saint next to Ricardo Montalban. He's a patron saint. <laughs> um, so. Martin Swig had 35 cars, mostly Lanchias, Alfa Romeos, and Fiats, because he started in America. Because he clearly loved working on his cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he uh, he started off in America in the 50s as a uh, as a he started a couple of dealerships and he owned 22 dealerships and sold them and just became super wealthy, but wealthy in a not dickish sort of way. So he just you know <laughs> he founded the California Melee in 91 as a way to just get his buddies to come around and just drive up northern California. You know a thousand miles 3 days and I think Zach was uh, asking earlier, you know, are these cars actually driven and not just from parking lot to parking lot slowly? No, they're driven. They're driven pretty quickly. You know, you go through some gorgeous scenery. And um, is it all like coastline California? It's not coastline. It's mountains. It's all oh. mountains. Yeah. So you're driving like past a creek, past Lake Berryessa, like Highway 121, actually past Sonoma Raceway. Oh wow. So um, you're going through some of the most gorgeous, and then you get a nice, nice tour of California because you know day one you do the most mileage. So you go through the Central Valley and you drive past farmland. Day two you go through the mountains. So like, and then day three you're back down to coast, and um, you know the 300 SL Gold Wings are extremely fast and they sound amazing. And there's a Curtis. Uh, it's a supercharged Chevy Six, Italian supercharger, and it's really? gorgeous looking. So, yeah. is it like a precursor to like an Iso Grifo or something? Like, I I don't know that car. No, it actually kind of looks like a Cobra if you like stretched it out. Okay, it's it's like this wild custom bodywork, and um, it's um a lot of Alfa Romeo Giulettas spiders, lots of them. One guy, one guy named Klaus, this German guy, he drove from Ann Arbor to California. I would do that in the car. In the car. The day before the race, and then he did the race, and he's going to drive back. That's because he's insane. That's he's awesome. an insane person. People, oh, people drive these things. This one guy from Japan brought over his Jaguar SS100, and it broke down. Actually, two Jaguar SS100s and one XK140 broke down. One I of am them, shocked. One of them broke down 12 miles after the start point on day one. That's fantastic. And then the, the car I rode in is a 1925 Lancia Lambda. It's the very first car with a monocoque construction. It had, wow. It's the very first car with a V4 engine. Was it steel monocoque then? or Steel, yeah. I think so, steel. And um, You it said was V4? V4. Very first car with a V4. Lancia built V4s all the way to a, to a Fulvia in the 70s. Really? Yeah. When, and, did um, the, when was the Saab Sonnet created? Do you know? Like late 60s? 50s. Early really? 50s. Early 50s, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so this is a 1925. And this is the first car with a V4. This had a sliding pillar independent suspension on all four corners. And, um, Sliding pillar independent suspension. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's it's weird. It's basically like a piston and the wheel is attached to the bottom of the piston and it goes up and down. Okay. Yeah. So it's like that. It's like a plunger, really. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I rode with... It's like the precursor <clears throat> to like Corvette's magnetic suspension <laughs> minus yeah. the magnets. Yeah, and the science. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, science. Um, yeah, right. I rode with David and Howard. They're both uh, in their 20s. And they're both Martin's sons. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, they're, I was going to be like random 20-year-olds. I'm like, okay, yeah, they're random 20-year-olds and weird Lanchas. No, it's um, Howard. What's up, bro? Let's take the Lancia. <laughs> Yo, bro, let's take this piece of crap. It's so slow, man. No, but I rode with Howard, and he's a, he's a really cool guy. And um, I rode with him up to um, past the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a trip passing the Golden Gate Bridge. And it's, it's basically Did you a ride over it? Yeah. Because I'm Golden ter- Gate Bridge. I, I am <laughs> terrified of driving over bridges, like tall bridges. Is that a phobia you have? Yeah, I'm afraid of heights. 
Yeah, I know, but so you know, when are you, I go are you over near the center, are you looking over the side? Oh, I, I I have to be in the middle lane, and if there's no barrier between the two directions of traffic, it freaks me out because I feel like right. an oncoming car I, is just going to hit me and send true. me over it's the really side. That's true. It's really the worst of both I worlds. I hate high bridges, so doing it in that car, I would probably have ruined his seat and my pants. I can see that. Yeah, we were in the center, but you know, there's a divided area in the middle. But you're like you can reach out and touch the little uh, barrier. Ugh. Yeah, that's kind of scary. Like the bridge to Coronado in San Diego terrifies me. Oh yeah, that is a that is a pretty scary. That's bridge. a scary bridge. Yeah, that's a scary. But bridge. But get back to the your right. stuff because it's way cool. So we drop off then the Lancia Lambda in San Rafael, where they have a secret garage full of Fiat 1100s. They have this thing called a Jungle 600, which is basically like the Fiat version of a Mini Moke. That's and awesome. it's awesome. It is super cool. They have a Fiat 1100 wagon. Which is Ooh. awesome. They have a bunch of Juliet Spiders, and they have Lovely. one of the last cars Martin bought, which was a Miata. Fantastic, a brand new. So Miata. there you go, rich he's guy. Was he has a, real a BRZ car as guy. well. He's great. Really but, nice. Yeah. So here's the story about the Ardea. It's a 1952 Lancia Ardea. I rode in two Lancias that day. Yeah, you didn't introduce this one yet, though. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm about it right now. Okay. God, Jeff. Um, just kidding. So it's a 1952 Lancia Ardea. It's um, it looks like a scale scaled down Chrysler Airflow. It's like um, kind of a dumpy, weedy-looking little uh, little car, but um, it's both launches are right-hand drive. Even though Italy, even though Mussolini declared in the twenties in nineteen twenty-three that Italy needs to drive on the right side of the road with left-hand drive, but Lancia built right-hand drive cars until the fifties because you could see over cliffs better. Oh, fun fact! Um, I've driven a left-hand drive car. On the on left right side hand? of the road once. Oh. No, we always drive left-hand drive on right, the right yeah, side. No, no, right but right. I did left-hand drive on the left side of the road in the Caribbean, and that was interesting. Oh, and then okay. I came to a, uh, a roundabout, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, let's just do this. Fuck it. It was the All Caribbean. Right. And you know what? This is going to sound fucked up, but I was bummed that I didn't know until the day I left is that it was legal, and this is going to sound horrible, that it was legal to, kill a hooker. to drink and drive there, and I was bummed that I didn't at least like drive down the street with a beer in my hand just to try it and say it's, I did it's it. It's a local custom, you know, as long as you don't It's legal to do that on the kill this a island. Kill goat or something. There were a lot of goats. And there were a lot of goats, and they're all blown to people. Um, so this 1952 Lancia, it's got 30 horsepower. It tops out at 60 miles an hour, and I rode in that thing with David Swig. For 160 miles. Wow. It was great. That That's car a, feels really solid. So that was like, what, seven days? Yeah, essentially. It took, I'm not good at math. We were late to lunch by two hours. <laughs> we Actually, the thing is, David also had to stop and help out all these people that broke down. So the cars that broke they're down... they're like the organizers Yeah, he's point. the organizer. He has to. He has to be a nice guy about it. So we... we <laughs> he we, doesn't go by, hey, beep, beep, <laughs> wah, fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> so we uh, we stopped to help out the Japanese couple in the SS100s. They were they didn't speak any English and they didn't talk to us too much. But they had uh, red jumpsuits that said Jaguar Jaguar Racing on this on the back, like period jumpsuits, which is cool. And then we stopped to help out uh, an Alfa Romeo 1900 SS Zagato, which is like the Ooh. most beautiful car in the yeah. universe. Oh my god! And then we stopped to help out the other Lancia Ardea. There was a blue one, and it also broke. Two Lancia Ardeas. Two Lancia Ardeas. Yeah, and um. And I think that was all about the cars we we helped out. So, so after you did that, you right. also then hopped into a modern concept car. Actually, that was before. The, oh, it was before. I'm but, sorry, but it was awesome. I drove a Mazda Miata Super Twenty concept. I need to hear all about this because I'm four I'm hours. working my way into this car, and I'm dying to hear about the it. The Super it is the least intrusive supercharger on the planet. You don't even know it's there. You just know that you're going. What slightly type of supercharger fast. is it? 
you know, roots, a, centrifugal. I think it's a roots. I might be wrong on this one, but it's a it's a it's Cosworth design and it's sold by Flying Me Out. Does it come so on right it. away or does it feel like it comes on it? Yeah, right away. Right okay. Away. <clears throat> so I don't have much experience with superchargers. I'll admit. I rode in my friends Miata. They sound cool. It sounded awesome. It um. The car was loud because it had a flying Miata exhaust, but um, wasn't as loud as my other friends that has a flying Miata exhaust. So, now, yeah. now you do have some supercharger experience. Oh, Cadillac! <laughs> Thank yes, you. You're right. I forgot those had superchargers. Right, Actually, you, because because you're so all. smooth. Because I was so smooth your using the power and, there, and, and, and your, I was just the, like, yeah, yeah, all this racing experience but, I have. Right. But, um, and the Miata Super Twenty is fantastic, and it really is the car that you know. If the next, if the ND Miata, the next one that's going to come out, is going to be anything like this, like that amount of torque, because they want to hit that sort of target, and they also want to make the car lighter. How much lighter is it? Oh, the Miata Super Twenty. I think it's the same, honestly, but they, because they added a roll cage in it. And, and this one's uh, a like a fixed hard top or this something. Is a fixed hard top, so they didn't take much weight out. You know, it's still got a radio and everything, and you know, stock seats. Um, it's fantastic. The suspension doesn't ride any worse than mine, so I'm used to it. Me, Mazda PR person was like, you don't want to drive this from LA to Monterey. I was like, well, you know, my car's a piece of crap. I've home. done it before. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, it's great. The, it's just power anywhere you want it. It's, it's basically a Miata with torque, so you don't have to keep rowing the gears to wring more power out of it. Miata with torque and like tuned suspension over stock? Yeah, it's a tuned suspension. It's a Mazda, spe- Mazda Speed coilovers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Centrifugal. Centrifugal supercharger. Okay, what did I say? Roots? Uh, you said you I didn't was, know. I was um, guessing. So right. a centrifugal supercharger, right. uh, that makes sense. That probably uh, helps out, actually. With they said the 0 to 60 is like five too. seconds. Really? Yeah. That's pretty yeah, good that's Miata. Yeah. Because yeah. a normal Miata has got to be like, what, mid sixes? Sixes? No, is that like a word? early, like, like low sevens. I think that, early sevens. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So that's really fast then. It's just so really – So yeah. now you have a Miata that can rock it out of corners. And I want to supercharge my Miata immediately. Seriously. Actually, there's a you – c- you, you just said you can buy the, the supercharger from Fly Miata? For the NCs, yes. Um, there's a company called Rotrex that makes a, a supercharger kit that comes with everything. Injectors. It comes with, in, it comes with injectors, intercooler, all the pl- plumbing you need, even an ECU for four grand. So we need to get them to advertise on the podcast so that they can give you a free kit. Right. Yes, yes, okay. that's how, that's how so, it works. So once this goes up, email them the podcast and see what you can do. Let's also talk to the fine people at Avery Brewing to give us free India Pale Ale because this is a great beer. I will do that with every beer sponsor. Yes. Um, or any beer sponsor, I yes. should say. Um, so, okay, Super 20 concept. I'm very excited. I, I think- drove over for four hours from Half Moon Bay to Santa Cruz and it's just um, – okay, if anyone lives up there, go to Highway 9 and it's gorgeous. I'm just saying that right now. That must have been a nice drive. Oh, it was great. I'm just I'm quiet because I'm thinking about it, but I'm, I'm working on getting that car myself. We're going to shoot a video on it, so I'm very excited. You should. They're gonna they're gonna um, uh, well, it's going to Alaska next for the Alaska really? Miata Owners Club. Yes, That's awesome. Yes, it actually the day I dropped it off, the truck came like two hours later to drive it to Alaska. Speaking of truck <clears throat> pickup. This is a perfect segue yes. into my little story here. Go on. Um, so I know I talk about the 69 Firebird a lot. My buddy's Firebird. Yes. Uh, we shot the video. Got good reception. Uh, it was a nice video. And part one was – the first video we shot on the car was more about why old cars rule and it featured the Firebird. It wasn't necessarily right. about the Firebird. Part two – much more about the Firebird because the cars had work done. And we've teased and hinted at this stuff. But um, 
it got a full stage two total vehicle Hotchkiss suspension system, which is amazing. The the what they put on this car would blow your mind. We saw it. We went and shot it at Hotchkiss, getting the gear put on it. Uh, you know, front, upper, and lower control arms, sway bars, pan hard bars, su- uh, frame connectors. Uh, Hotchkiss actually teamed up with Fox uh, Suspension to get better damping and tuning on their shocks. Wow! They tested this suspension. It used to come with like Bilstein's or something, right. I, or maybe even in-house tuned. They tested this with one of their regular uh, autocross guys because Hotchkiss is huge. Huge into autocross, right. and the dude has like a Chevelle or something. So, over two days, same weather both days, so it wasn't a weather issue. On the one day he ran the old suspension, all they did, all they did was swap suspension, not tires, not anything else. Right. Day two, two seconds faster. Nice in an autocross. That's cr- that's like CTSV school quick. <laughs> that I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> but either way, so now Tom's Firebird has this full. Crazy ass kit. The suspension is way overbuilt for the rest of the car. But right. while it was getting worked on, we put front disc brakes, we put rear cop spec drum brakes. Um, the engine bay, the engine wasn't touched because we found out that uh, there's issues with the engine. So he's going to run it, but it's cleaned up. There's new uh, intake covers, there's a new air cleaner. The engine bay has been painted black. The exterior of the car has been painted. This single stage, like gray paint that looks good from five to 10 feet. So it's better than it was before, and that's all Tom wanted. He didn't want, you know, wasn't it like white? P- it was white. Okay, and now it's like gray. But cool. he, he didn't want like you know PPG like three House layers. Color yeah, candy, he, didn't, he just want. He's right. like he wanted it as cheap, but to look better. Fair enough. It's got a black um, plastic front chin spoiler now that looks really like transammy. Nice. Um, it just the car look the stance is wicked. It just looks so much better. So what we did. Our plan was to sh- to film the car for part two, and this time the video was to focus more on the car. Originally, the car was supposed to be done on Friday because it had to get on a truck on Saturday because Tom is moving, and he's obviously taking the car with him to Chicago. Right. He kept getting calls from the guy doing a bit more of the engine work and just little bits and touches up on the car. Uh, later, no, seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. Tom's like, I'll text you when it's done, man. I'm sorry. All right. So the plan was that Zach and I were going to wake up at like four thirty, five o'clock to go shoot this car to like get hours of filming done and then just put it on the truck at nine o'clock. I wake up at four thirty to do my like stumble into my bathroom to, to wake up to poop, not to poop. I was peeing. Okay. Um, and I check my text. I get a text from Zach like three minutes prior. Hey, man, just woke up on my way. Great, great. I have one eye open at this point. Right. And then I check the next text. Sounds miserable for a guy that works from home. And I check the next text, and it was Tom at midnight the night before, but I had my phone on do not disturb so I didn't get it. I checked the text. He's like, hey, man, car's not going to be done until 6.37 in the morning. I was like, motherfucker. So I text Zach, stop. Return, go home, get two more hours of sleep. And he was – he thankfully, he was only three blocks away from his house. Oh, so he goes home and then we both – I think we both probably woke up around 6-ish. And then we met at Tom's house at 637, started setting up camera gear. Car didn't arrive till 8. Has oh, to be on a truck geez. at 9. So you waited around for an hour? Yeah. That's so nice. we set up our cameras, but the thing is we had to shoot this car. Right. We just got this awesome – I mean Hotchkiss didn't give us the suspension. We paid for it, but right. we did get a nice discount. Uh, right. And they installed it for us, which is massive. Um, so we get the car. We run to Huntington Beach. We paid like 40 bucks to get two cars 
because it's a racket at Huntington Beach just to get in there. But it was right. empty, and it would be a great backdrop, and the car looks great. So we shot it. We shot it. We shot, like, two shots. And I look at my watch, and it's 9.05. Where's the truck? Mo- waiting for us at a Walmart three miles away. Oh. And I'm getting a text like, hey, guys, uh, just checking in. See how you're doing. We're like, I'm – so we rush. We get a few more shots. On the way there, I'm doing in-car, and Zach is doing exterior. Right. Um, like chase shots and all this stuff. So we're rushing to get the shots that would normally take us hours. Right. Sounds like you guys are a pretty well-oiled machine with your shots there. Uh, well, I, I think like Zach, Zach did a, well, a yeah. hell of a job getting a bunch of shots. But hopefully, I mean, I think the video will be great because Nino's an ama- a great editor. Zach got some really smart shots in the time of what we could do by mounting GoPros front and rear on the chase car so we could do right. both types of shots. Okay. I tried to think of shit to say in car and hopefully it's coherent and then we filmed it basically going on the truck and basically saying goodbye to the car so the car's gone now which okay. is sad right but hopefully the video is cool and the car looks fantastic and i can't wait to see the finished product because and um he's in chicago now yeah he which, moved like downtown on chicago which Ma- hates cars? Uh, no like like 30 minutes outside the city Okay, that's not bad. He had to move for work, but he took the car with him. He's got a much bigger house and yes. a big three car garage, and uh, what are the and he just he-, he met his neighbor who's building a ten second three thousand GT drag car. <laughs> Yo, you owe me a ten second car. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So the Firebird is going on to live a good life, but the news besides the video is the next step. Now that the car is overbuilt for the engine, which is in my opinion the right way to do it, is right. to start there and then add power. Like my Miata. The, it needs the car is with that 350. It's a dog. <laughs> it needs a it needs a 400. Or I'm trying to convince him to get a modern LS3 and a Tremec five speed. There you go. And That'd that car awesome. would just rip. Um, so hopefully, that sounds like a great uh, car. The video will be exciting, and it'll yeah. be on Hooniverse soon. Sounds good, man. Yeah, exciting stuff. Uh, other than that, um, we just had uh, episode two of American Detours. Yes. Which was I, th- I think it this was. This is all the right. one where you're in New Orleans. I'm trying to not be as stiff on. I feel like and in this these is the first one where you're stiff. in. Um, this is the one where you get to see you in a Mardi Gras. Yes, house. I'm in a Mardi Gras outfit in this one. That is correct. That is hilarious. And you terrifying know at the same I, time. Yeah, it's uh, mostly it, terrifying. It was a fun shoot. Uh, 71 Mustang was a cooler car than I expected it to be because it gets a lot of hate. It's the Eleanor. It's the original Eleanor. It is the original the Eleanor. Eleanor. Um, but it's also the precursor when they try to do like luxurious GT, like Grande. That's true. BS. But wasn't it designed by Larry Shinoda? I know the 68 was so. designed by Larry Shinoda, the boss and everything. But the new ones, kind of a fuselage look to them, I think. That was the A little bit, yeah, because it started like to curve a little bit in the rear three-quarter. And, yeah, yeah, I think they look fantastic. You remember – I don't know if you remember that retro-built – Retro Shelby GT500. Oh, I thought that was atrocious. That was awful looking. Yeah. But the front end was styled at, off after a 71. And Interesting. The front end looks better than the – they did a 68 one too, 69 Boss 302 that company Retrobelt did. And that looks awful. And our friend Michael drove it from Autoblock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But the 71 looks slightly better. But, you know, it's still like yeah. iffy. So the next two episodes I'm not in. Okay. Um, it's another gentleman and uh, Jael, the co-host or the host. Don't steal your girl, man. Don't well, steal your actually, girl. they shot his episode first, and then I came in later, so it, it airs out of order. Who is this guy? Uh, his name's Andy Trout. Uh, he knows a lot about cars, so I'm sure episodes three and four Does are going to be know great. About fishing. About what? Fishing. Fishing. His last name's Trout, right? Uh, that went right over my head. Yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. <laughs> wagga wagga! Oh, 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 readers. So Thank episodes you. three and four, uh, Brandywine, Pennsylvania area. and the, So I wasn't on this shoot, and guess where they go? They go to Victory Brewing. Oh, great. Which 
obviously they didn't get to drink because they're shooting a car right. show. You know, I think Victory Brewing needs to be a sponsor of our podcast. Any beer can be a sponsor of our podcast. But that's our new thing now. We got to get every beer company to sponsor us, except like Bud Light Platinum. They can go to hell. I had a Bud Light Black Crown. I mean Budweiser Black Crown, and it was less shitty, but still shitty. I wish you could. I wish everybody listening could see my face right now. It's like I just smelled a horrific fart. He did that's smell a horrific awful. fart. Um, and on that bombshell. So I am back in episodes five and six, though. Those are the West Virginia episodes coming out. I'm sure they'll hit sometime in June, nice. which okay. I think are going to be the best episodes of the season um, because the Jael and I meshed a little bit better and the nice. and uh, and everything went well and the cars are cool. It was more diverse because it was a 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner, which was cool. I love Mopar. So that car was Did sweet. Did it have the air grabber hood? Yes. No, oh. wait, no, no. I'm sorry. It didn't have the air grabber. Okay. Uh, it did, but it had the uh, the horn. It had the original Maybe. horn. Yeah. yeah. And then the other car was the first non-American car featured on the show, 65 MGB. Oh, yeah. The which was amazing. One. It had the white wall wheels. And I was the first person the owners ever let drive it. Wow. It it's spotless, and in his mind, he's like, oh, "I already got to re-restore it." I'm like, this, "And the car is so clean." The guy's a perfectionist. I like that. I yes. can sympathize with that. And it was so much more fun to drive that car on the curvy road than the Roadrunner because well, the Roadrunner, I mean, it's, it's sounded awesome though. I bet. Oh, yeah. oh, the, yeah. the noise that car made was amazing. But the MGB is essentially the original Miata. Yes. It was so awesome to drive that minus thing. the reliability. Even though the steering wheel was bigger than a modern Miata. It's actually bigger than the rest of the. It's actually bigger than a Miata. The steering wheel is actually bigger than yeah, a Miata. Yeah, I think it comes out of the. You have to roots. use a tiller. You got to <laughs> use a tiller. Um, it was uh, it was a sweet ride. I'm looking forward to those episodes, nice. and uh, I think it went well. Um, anything exciting for you on the horizon? Um, I am gonna drive the new Toyota Corolla at the end of the month. I think it's just a reveal. I don't know. Let's find out. I don't think it's a drive event. I think they're literally just revealing it. Well, my heart's broken now, Jeff. I get to drive the Repeat S in a month. That'll be good. I think I get to drive it on a racetrack, too. I am going to um, the Bob Bondurant School. That's cool. I can add that to my CTSV and Sprinter Driving Academy repertoire. You should probably just teach. I Honestly, I'm just going to enter Le Mans, like a (laughs) 24-hour Le Mans. In my Miata, and just you know, 24, sweep. You're gonna enter the twenty-four. Hold on, you're gonna go down the. Enjoy all the drunken lobster-looking Brits that are all sunburned. Lobster-looking Brits because they they live in Britain and they don't know what the Brits live is. in Britain. That is yes, true. Thank you. You are a genius. I I know I know the English, <laughs> to English, to English on to English bombshell. Yes. I think that might be a wrap for episode ten, the anniversary episode. Thank you for joining us for 10 episodes. Can you believe we've made it to 10? And may God have mercy on your souls. Uh, Okay, let's end it there. (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs)